Central Valley Sports page, page three. Yes, Did you still have me screaming up there? Is it up on that thing up there? No, it's not. We took it off of there. Good. Good for me. I don't have to deal with that. Hey, that music means one thing. It means Raiders. And it means uh, Big Trace in studio. What up, dog? Not much, man. Just uh, enjoying vacation. Oh. Chilling. <laughs> it's nice. A little vacay time, huh? Well, yeah, with the exception of my wife putting me to work. You know, it's you, well, it's all good. That, isn't that how it always is when uh, when guys go on vacation, the wife puts them to work? Yeah, that's yeah. we're, we're working on our yard, so uh, oh, she's yeah. got me out there doing honeydews. And, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Basically, I'm like, okay, you have until Thursday. When the season starts, right. she's taking it's advantage. off. She's taking advantage of every single opportunity, every oh, moment yeah. of your day, except for right now when you're here. Yeah, I snuck the, out before she woke up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Big Trace knows what it's like to be married for a while. So, you know, you, you, got the, you got the tricks of the trade down, don't you? Yeah, second time's a charm, baby. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Well, Big Trace, of course, uh, Raider football getting kicked off on Sunday night. Uh, of course, national football right off the bat here. Nas not national football, but uh, national television right off the bat for your Oakland Raiders. Going to one of the toughest places to play in the in the NFL at Adelphia. I think it's Adelphia, right? It's Adelphia, yeah. Uh, in Tennessee, where they've I think they've lost one game in two years there. Uh, do you, are you optimistic? You think this might be a game that the Raiders kind of drop here and then kind of take a, you know, they're going to play well, but what do you think is going to happen in this game, in the first game here? This is probably the toughest game they have all season. It's one of the toughest, yeah. Toughest place to play, I would think. Yeah, and I, I just, uh, boy... I'm trying to be optimistic. <laughs> it, it, I mean, you look at it and you think, okay, this is a team that wants revenge so bad. Oh, yeah. Plus, they're playing there, like you said, in Adelphia. And, boy, they're going to be pumped for this game big time. And I don't know. So it, I'm, I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to be optimistic about it, thinking, okay, the Raiders are going to come out fired up. Well, when you think about how they came out last year, and they just absolutely just, what, 50-something points right off the bat 52. off the first game, yeah. uh, really uh, made a statement with that game. Uh, it was in Oakland last year. But with what this really does, though, especially with the way they ended the preseason with that just absolutely horrible display in Dallas, yeah. that to me, I mean, you could say what you want about, well, it's preseason, blah, blah, but it, it definitely can wear on a player's mind uh, with some of the cuts they've made with, you know, this whole situation with uh, with Bill Romanowski, we'll talk about with you in just a second here that does weigh on people's minds and, and it definitely on, on on fans minds now going into this game is rich gannon going to be accurate he hasn't shown that in the preseason is charlie garner going to be uh, at, at game shape ability is he going to be at that game breaking ability that we saw last year all season long that's those are some of the questions that you've got to be answered huh yeah and my whole thing with with rich gannon is and basically the whole team when it comes to preseason, is last year they stunk it up too in the preseason, yeah, yeah. and I don't, I don't really put any weight into it. But you tend to, after a, a drubbing like that, yeah. you tend to look at it and go, "Come on, man!" I mean, I, all I like to see in preseason, the first and foremost, to get out healthy. Exactly. Second Period. is. I just want to see him move the ball a little. You know, I want to see him move that ball. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's, that was my concern, too, is that they were not being efficient moving the ball at all. No, and the one thing that, that, that concerns me the most is probably what they did with the center position. By mm. juggling it around, not knowing who's going to start, and then coming, you know, after the last game of the preseason, naming Stinchcomb as a starting center. You know, he has one week to practice with Gannon. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. solid yeah. As, as a first-teamer. And I just, you know, that concerns me somewhat. And the fact that he's so big. 
He's so tall. He's a, now, there was an article, I believe, in the Modesto B today that was talking about he's the tallest center in the league now. And to me, a center shouldn't be that tall because those tackles that he's going to be blocking are smaller. they got a lower center of gravity. Yeah. And we'll just see. He better and, be in great shape. Gannon throwing, throwing over the top of a tall guy. I mean, you don't want... Absolutely. Gannon, what, 6'1", 6'2", he's, a, he's not yeah, a smaller he's, guy, is no, he? No, he's not too big. I think they, they list him at 6'3". Uh, I've stood next to him, and I don't think so. <laughs> you're what, 6'7"? Six, you're 6'7", six, 6'8"? Six, six, a little over 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, so, I mean, you're, you're not a small guy, but you do you tower over him? Or uh, you... Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, I would if you're, I was a guest man, ahead. I would say 6'1 or 6'2". Yeah, that's what I would think. You know, and, and guys always lie about their size. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. Uh, well, some of us don't need to. But, yeah, I got a size 15 foot here, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the female callers. You know what I say about that, Kitty? Is, is Miles Simon. I'm not worried about them. Don't worry about the feet of yours, man. Well, um, <laughs> how about your DB situation, man? Uh, what, what is going on there in Oakland about the DBs? Philip Buchanan, is he going to be healthy? Is he going to be ready to go? What do you see there? What have you been reading on Raiders' websites? And in, uh, what have you seen on Raider? Whatever you do to get prepared for football, what have you read about the uh, DB situation? Well, evidently... I mean, Buchanan, if it would have been, uh, uh, you know, regular season, he could have played already, as okay. of Garner. And and I just, boy, I don't know. I mean, Terrence Shaw, they they say, has been looking really good in camp. I'll tell you, in the Dallas game, he looked horrible. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of faith in him. I mean, you know, last year he filled in, did a great job. I'm actually a little higher on Clarence Love, but he was injured for part of training camp. Mm -hmm. Shaw's been healthy. I look for Buchanan probably by mid-season to be in the starting lineup right but i mean with the raiders if the, if anything like last year you know they they were up on a lot of teams teams were having to throw the ball a lot it really didn't matter who was starting because i mean there were three and four wide receiver sets constantly yeah, and, and you, they had to have everybody guys in was there. in there at all times all nickel That's, and dime situations yeah. all the time it's a good point because the raiders did score so many points that teams did go down and then they had to throw the ball as you just said to get back into it uh in terms of the raiders schedule this season for the first six on the road is that going to affect them at all i i don't think so i think that comes with being veteran these guys know how to put it together and prepare whether it's at home whether it's away and that's what good teams do good teams find a way to win on the road they go to tennessee they go to denver on a third game on a monday night yeah for two of the first three games are on national television that's got to be a little bit of pressure but like i said with the, the same thing about being a veteran team they know what it's like to be on television it's not nothing new to these guys Absolutely. some of them are rookies some of them you know definitely but but for most of these guys going into tennessee and denver right off the top of the bat two of the toughest places to play on the road in nfl not only the afc uh denver a little different now because they don't have the mile high thing but uh it's still a mile up yeah it's going to be tough. I think that Cincinnati game is that much more important on that, uh, the first home game for the Raiders on the 14th. Is that much more important? Because if they do lose this game here in Tennessee on Sunday night, which could definitely happen, it's one Absolutely. of those games that Raider fans, you have to look at and say, well, that game might be a game that we come out with an L. Uh, Cincinnati, definitely a game that the Raiders should win, especially being at home. Denver, they proved last year they can go in there and win. They proved the year before that they, they got the monkey off their back. And Denver's got a lot of new players. They're getting them early on in the year in Denver. I think that's a definite that's benefit. That's a big thing, and that was one of the big things I looked at when I looked at the schedules. Okay, we don't go to Denver late in the season in the snow. Yep. It's, you know, it's early, which is a huge you know, a, a huge advantage for the Raiders. I the mean, players are still getting used to each other right. as well in, in Denver with all the new additions. Jake Plummer early. Yep. I, yep. You know, who knows? I mean, that, uh, I mean obviously... 
I, again, I don't put much weight into the preseason, but Jake Plummer was somebody who I'm not sure. I'm, we haven't seen enough of him to know. We haven't. To, to pass any kind and, of and judgment on the Broncos. Since, especially since he's been in such a small market in Arizona that we, even though he, you know, he did have so many comeback games, I mean, he had to throw the ball so many times because his team was down 14 to zip after right. the first quarter every time. So we don't know what he has. And that's what everybody's talking about with Jake Plummer as we switch gears a little bit to the rest of the AFC West, is that we don't know what the, what the Broncos have here because he's never really played with a team that gives him a chance to win every single week. Week. And I think that, you know, that's why people have talked about him being, well, you know, if he can't do it here, he can't do it anywhere, which I absolutely agree with. Right. Um, are you concerned with Denver or are you more concerned with KC? You know what? Probably, well, it, it, it's kind of different. You know Denver's defense is going to be good just because of the speed of their linebackers. Yeah. I mean, Wilson, that first and Mobley are yeah, great. They're, 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 they've got a great linebacking core. I just haven't seen them enough this, uh, this preseason to know if that, if, if you know, if Plummer is going to gel with these guys right yeah. off the bat, the one preseason game I saw, obviously, threw the long one to Ashley Lalee, but Lalee made a great catch. That it wasn't was a, a great throw. Yeah, it wasn't. He just put no. it in a good spot for me. Right. Catch. And I, as far as Kansas City, their defense is still yeah. real vulnerable, and their offense obviously can put points up, but we have to see about Priest Holmes. Exactly. And that's one thing about it's really hard, and I don't understand all these prognosticators coming in <laughs> saying all this stuff about this team and this team because they're judging off of you know basically okay they were pretty good th uh last year yep. they're going to be better this year right well nobody knows you don't and, and that's it's a crap shoot in the nfl and i think that we've you know the last four or five years i think uh, really what it showed when uh, new england beat st louis in the super bowl was that very thing you really do not know they were what a, a 12 point favorite. right so you really do not know just like we don't know our athletes nowadays we don't know what's going to happen in the nfl there's 25 teams 20 teams that have a legitimate shot and they can make an argument for saying well we're going to be a playoff team or we're going to be this good or we're going to make it every team in the nf uh, in the afc west has a shot uh, in Absolutely. their minds you know when you have four running backs like the uh, afc west has it's it that will beat those players up uh linebackers course you got to have depth of that position the raiders they don't have depth of the linebackers none spot. none and that's that's another concern i was looking at you know with their last cuts and I, I was looking through their their roster, and it's like they have like five linebackers. Yeah, that's it. And uh, you go into you thinking, go into four six. I mean, it's going to be tough in that kind of a situation. They say they're running a three four. They're going to run a lot of three four yeah. this year. And the only thing I could think of is they're either going to they're either going to stand. Um, Travian Smith up and, yep. and rush the court. I don't know. I mean, they absolutely have no depth. I mean, they have a converted safety cornerback, actually, Eric Johnson, yep. that they list as a linebacker safety. And, you know, I'm sorry, he's undersized. And when it comes to game time, you know, boy, I mean, <laughs> that's a scary thing. One linebacker goes down, and the Raiders are going to be shopping big time. Offensive line quickly, uh, Big Trace, uh, kind of a concern a little bit. They haven't been really protected of much in the preseason. And this, of course, uh, me being a Broncos fan, I know what this offensive line is capable of with how they played against the Broncos last year. They were just dominant. They won yeah. both of those football games for the Raiders, just dominating the line of scrimmage. And if you do that in the NFL, especially with a guy like Gannon and Garner and Rice and Owens and uh, 
Pat Owens. Right. <laughs> Wishful thinking Shame from Raiders fans. Uh, <laughs> Rice and, and Porter and all those guys. That gives Gannon just so much more ability to beat you. And you give any quarterback time, as you've always heard the cliche, he will beat you. Yeah. Gannon more so than anybody. The guy's too accurate. Uh, the offensive line, is there question marks there, or has it just been like preseason blah, blah? It's going gonna, it's gonna to depend. I mean, obviously, everybody, and you know it's a copycat league, everybody's seen oh, yeah. what Tampa Bay did with speed in rushers, man. And when those guys come off the corners, I'm sorry, Lincoln Kennedy and, and Barry Sims, they can't, obviously they've shown in the Super Bowl that they can't hang with those guys coming off the end that fast. That's the concern I have is that everybody's going to be looking at that. It's going to be their blueprint for playing the Raiders well, now. Look at what the Miami Dolphins have done with Jason Taylor. They've right. Been, that's why Miami's been such a thorn in the Raiders' side every once Absolutely. in a while. The fact the defense is fast. And the one thing that the Raiders need, they need that running game because when yeah. teams do that, that's when they're vulnerable. If they've got speed in rush, if the, the ends, you know, come at the quarterback just... You know, excuse the expression, but balls to the wall, man. And they're coming, <laughs> they're coming after him. You know, if you've got a good running game, you can kill a team. But you know, let's just see what they're going to do. They're going to have to run the ball more yeah. now. There's yeah. no doubt they're going well, to have to. Well, you got to mix it up, and I think you know teams will look at the film and say, well, why are we playing the run at all? Right. Why don't we just play, uh, put an extra guy in the box as, as, a, as a guy who kind of masks, instead of masking a quarterback, we mask Charlie Garner because Garner came out of the backfield, caught so many balls last year and had 12-yard gains on him. Right. That kills an offense, or yeah. kills a defense. I agree. Trace, thanks for the info. We'll keep Trace here as long as he wants to stay. we got an interview coming up next with Eric Mile, the head coach of Stanislaw State Soccer on uh, the men's side. We'll talk to him next. Stay with us. Lots more sports information on coming, or coming your way, that is. <laughs> This is ESPN Radio 970, your home of 49er football, Cowbear football, and Central Catholic football this fall.